0: Music. A force that heals, strengthens, unites, and motivates. It saves us, and it makes us, and no one knows this more than the fan. We wear it like armor, we soundtrack our lives to it, and we open doors with it. But most of the time, our stories go untold. I'm Becca Lee, and this is a podcast for anyone who has ever loved a band more than anything. We are believers, and believers never die. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking to my friend Trey, who I've known since middle school, which is crazy. And he's going to be discussing his experiences as a fan of Green Day and how that's impacted, you know, his life, his politics, his career choice, etc. Um, We're also going to be talking about, you know, his music taste starting out because I, as a white person, had pretty bland music taste came from a completely different background than he did, you know, as a black man in America, there's no way to compare the two experiences because, um, quite frankly, I think personally, uh, everything that I was into is pretty boring. Um, his start was a lot more interesting and generally cultured than mine. Um, and so I'm very glad that he was open to being on and, uh, talking about it because it's obviously a far more unique perspective than it would be if it was just coming from me. Um, We do talk uh, about politics a a good bit in this, but I am going to reserve the majority of it for next episode. I'm going to split this, you know, conversation in half and we'll dive into that more for episode four. But as for today, we're just going to be talking about punk and pop punk and how our tastes overlap and how they don't and you know all the fun little facts that we have through just being a fan and of course i found my opportunity to talk about fallout boy because who would i be if i didn't but anyway i hope you enjoy this episode okay so we'll start out like so tell me about your like introduction to music like what is your earliest music memory and like go from there
1: so uh great thing about me is that if I don't use the information, uh, it's just gone from my brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so fair, the fair. earliest, the earliest thing that I can remember liking musically uh, is Usher. Cause my, my family was just, just heavy into like soul music, uh, R and B rap. And uh, this was probably back in two thousand six-ish is like the earliest i can remember yeah where like i was just dancing along to confessions part two (laughs) out in the front yard with my brothers while they listened to uh, wu-tang clan and uh little john
0: very Um,
1: fair yeah because my 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 older brothers were just just huge into gangster rap man they were they were big in that gangster especially my uh, my eldest brother he was just just part of gangster culture, um, and then in middle school, that's where uh, I got my first introduction introduction to something that wasn't like Jackson Five and Michael Jackson and all of them was. Uh, I was talking to Sierra in middle school, and for her birthday, I think it was she had gotten the Dookie C- album, yeah, for Green Day. And she was listening to it, and I was like, What is this? And she let me listen to it. And that's it, like, everything just, that's when everything changed for me. Um, It was just loud and in my face. And I was like, What, what is this? And then talking about like hiding things from mom and dad, and how uh, the girl uh, doesn't notice me, but I notice her. And I was like, Prepubescent me was just having just a field day. <laughs> this this music is so relatable to me never mind that they were like 25 at the time they recorded that album um and that was that was that was the, the very first time that i listened to green day anything before that was just like a combination of ooh, usher Ludacris, <laughs> little john
0: yeah, I feel my my earliest uh, music experiences were also because of my parents, but it was, like, way worse. It was, like, really, like, shitty mom rock, so it was, like, my mom listening to Train, so... Oh, Jesus Christ. It was bad, yeah. <laughs> I I also have to say that I love the fact that Sierra is responsible for you liking Green Day, because God knows I had no idea that she listened to Green Day. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it was... That was that was a trip for me for sure.
0: because no, my first memory of you, as I've said many times, is for some reason overhearing you talk about Green Day and being like, "What's that?" But like, I also kind of knew because the stuff that I listened to at that point was adjacent because I was really into Fall Out Boy and it, uh, MCR then, but it it not quite the same. So, oh I was yeah, just like, that, hmm. at,
1: at the time that was all new to me. I, mean, I knew I knew nothing about that. I thought, I thought uh, um, after that, this was probably like two thousand eight ish. I thought American Idiot was the most recent album that had come out because I had just started listening to that. But it turned out Twenty uh, First Century Breakdown came out at that came out like eight months before, and I was like, "What? What is going on?" <laughs>
0: Yeah, I knew, because I think it was just, like, my my older cousins listened to a lot of, like, just whatever was on MTV or Fuse, and so I was, like, subjected to all this, because I remember, like, 21 Guns before I remember anything else from Green Day. Actually, I take that back. I had a kid's bop as a, in, like, 2005 that had uh, Wake Me Up When September Ends on it, but that was not actually Green Day. <laughs> that was some children singing, so... I was not fully aware. I also thought it was about 9/11. But it is not.
1: Also um, very uh, which is which is so weird cuz like as as probably most people know or should know by now, uh, American Idiot the album was like super revolutionary at the time because it was openly it was one of the one of the first uh, songs albums at the time that was openly anti-Bush. Yeah, anti United states anti-war um the only big big one before american idiot came out was the dixie chicks
0: yeah that went over really well
1: (laughs) and uh me at the time no idea no concept of like oh yeah political brainwashing and how war is bad i'm just like this is loud and i love it (laughs) So, so the thing that would wake me up when september ends now as an adult that's like thinking that it was about 9-11 is like I, it's so uh antithetical to what i think of when i think of green day it's crazy yeah
0: for sure um i because it's like i think i remember i i wish you know this i got into green day when i got into his kids bands um before i don't know turned out they were horrible but um i i Really, I realized that it wasn't about nine eleven long before that, but I did not realize it was actually about his dad dying. So I was like, "Well, this is tragic, but in a completely different way that I'm thankful for because God knows at that point in time, like even in two thousand five, we didn't need any more like I don't know, stoking the flames of uh, xenophobia." But I don't know. I d- I can't believe that I thought it was about that because I was so young and didn't <laughs> understand nine eleven to begin well. with like i don't know like what part of my brain as like a i don't know 5 6 hold on how old was i in 2005 7 maybe 6 or 7 like i don't know why i was like this is about 9/11 that sounds right well
1: i mean if you if you really think about it 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 makes sense cuz i mean that's like the big thing that happened literally everybody was talking about it even even the 4 years later uh, in 2005 when when these yeah. when this song was like a big big bop um people were still like reeling e- e- even today never forget like people just couldn't let it go and that was at the height of like america-centric where congress had changed their lunch menu to say freedom fries instead of french fries
0: oh ew see i don't uh, remember yeah. a lot of it i really don't that's why it's especially weird to well, me. i don't even remember this shit
1: Mm-mm, I, I don't either. A lot of the stuff that I know about what, what's been going on at that time I found out within like the last two years.
0: Just, yeah.
1: But our, our formative brain just kind of just held on to that and now September is like the is the 9-11 month.
0: Yeah, very for true. Like
1: A lot of people and it's, it's nice to me to know that like nowadays kids like have to go to TikTok to figure out what the fuck 9-11 is about.
0: Yeah, it's not like this, I don't know, scarring thing that everyone experienced anymore. Well, I mean it is, but not for kids now. Cause like then like cause I remember like I don't remember 9-11, but I remember the fear that I felt because of the fear everyone around me felt. So Oh yeah. I think most most kids our age and up do. And it's kind I, of strange.
1: I don't know. I'm glad that we're 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 finally moving past it because it's like uh, really the whole thing about it was xenophobia yeah and we hip to that
0: yeah very true um but yeah green day definitely was my introduction to anything political truly because like while of course mcr and fall boy were like related in, in a way kind of came from that same place they it's not like they were writing about anything other than like uh weird shit and then also just emo <laughs> shit so i definitely oh, have well, the i mean same you titles. got
1: you got uh teenagers from mcr
0: yeah that's true i mean mcr is was born out of 9-11 so mm. <laughs> there is that but it, it's Green. really not the same
1: Green Day, uh, for me was just my first introduction to punk, in in general, yes, yeah, I knew I knew nothing about about, uh, even just pop, well, technically pop punk, I guess, but yeah, uh, I knew I knew nothing about any of this, um, and it wasn't until years later when uh, I don't know my my brain finally became conscious and uh, I started to actually think about what was being said, and I'm like, oh yeah, the government kind of sucks, huh? <laughs> 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 wow
0: i had the benefit of my mom hating bush and being very pro-obama so which is strange even though like it's not like i'm like uh, obama great uh it was very uh different to the way everyone around me was raised
1: as a kid i was obama great i remember uh when it was uh obama versus romney and i would i got in trouble because at, at right as school ended, I uh <laughs> walked through the hall and I just shouted <laughs> Romney sucks. And the teacher came to me and was like, now why did you say that? <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> but um I guess I should get back on to to green day before <laughs> <laughs> we keep talking about real life shit
1: well but um, that's the issue is that like yeah green day's green day's big thing is that they are extremely politically vocal yeah and but it but in in reality even though the individuals are their band image isn't like their last political album was american idiot yeah and that that was about george bush i sincerely thought revolution radio was going to be the next big one because that made so much fucking sense to me and even w- when they when they got indoctrined into the hall of fame the rock and roll hall of fame mm-hmm. they were shouting in their performance on stage no trump no kkk no fascist usa i fucking love that yeah I was like, I'm here. I'm it. This is it. We're about to get just another fucking banger from Green Day that talks about uh, how fascism is is running through our country, and how we shouldn't fall victim to this. <sighs> but then, then, then we got "Still Breathing."
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that we did.
1: Then we got "Outlaw," and I'm like, "Come on, bro you you fucking drop the ball."
0: I think he hung out with his oldest son too long. That's my opinion, truly. <laughs> that is the the craziest thing about Green Day for me is because I had so much respect for them. And then like, you know, like especially even towards just the beginning of the pandemic, Billy Joe was, you know, like fighting people about, you know, mask mandates and following the rules and all of this shit. And then he went against literally like, all the policies in place in California, and hosted his uh, sexual abuser son's wedding. For no, I'm yeah. like, what? What are y'all doing in your your old age? Like, what is going on? Have oh, uh, have, have you seen Mike's wife's bullshit on on a uh, Instagram?
1: No, I don't. I don't follow any of them.
0: Uh, on oh, any type of social media, nothing but alt-right accounts pretty much like she is constantly sharing um she's anti-mask anti-vaccine anti-everything like she followed like a bunch of she like followed Breitbart and a bunch of other shit and just reposting their stuff
1: I just don't get it I I really don't get it because because Billy Joe is just is, is extremely vocal like politically yeah and it's like how do you how do you have well I mean I guess it, it's the same fucking way about how um system of a downs drummer is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just a conservative and it's like dog how do you how do you how do you get a part of a band that like they're over there talking about the uh uh <laughs> Square massacre. Yeah. <laughs> And how there's an industrial prison complex in America, and you're just Trump 2020, baby. You're like, what? <laughs> Whoa, yeah.
0: What? Yeah. Mind blowing. I, it's just like, what is happening to people? But I just,
1: well, I, I will say, I, to
0: circle back, my earliest memory of you is you talking about <laughs> Green Day. So I can, can, uh, attest to the fact that, uh, you have liked them forever, seemingly, even though... I mean, as long as I can remember, because I don't really remember much before middle school, and that's a long time. So I feel like you have that kind of... Um, the same kind of attachment to them as I do shit like MCR and Fall Out Boy for that reason, which is oh, why yeah, I wanted sure. to talk even, about them on
1: here. Even now, as I'm like starting to... like, uh, which, I, which is a huge problem of mine. I listen to the same fucking songs for my entire life
0: uh, oh same <laughs>
1: and, and i feel real bad for it so recently i've been trying to be more proactive about like reaching out into into other uh artists and genres well not genres i'll take i take that back just other artists like um what, what is what is that fucking song called there's there's this, there's this new uh not new it's new to me but there's this Nova Twins. That's who I've been listening oh, to. Oh, I recently. love them.
0: too. I need to listen to them more, but like I haven't have like a um a 7-inch vinyl of theirs that I got a long time ago. I really like them. I always forget I, to listen to more. <clears though. throat>
1: I've 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 always wanted to I I always feel bad that like my the music I listen to is just primarily old white dudes.
0: Okay, <laughs> well, unfortunately. So,
1: so I've been trying to reach out into more uh poc women-led groups so nova twins has been my my recent endeavor real fucking good but even yes. then as i'm like banging out the taxi from nova twins i always go all right time to go back to revolution radio thank you <laughs>
0: <laughs> me with like every fall well i've I listened to my fall week playlist so much that like I really think my Spotify rap to the end of this year is just going to be nothing but them, which is incredibly embarrassing. Uh,
1: uh, yeah. Time for me to get another like top 1% of Green Day listeners.
0: <laughs> you know, I love that for us. Honestly, we, <laughs> we hold on to what, what means most to us, but um, what would you say uh, that like, as far as I don't know how to phrase this, like, do you feel like your love of music led to led you to where you are now in some way? Like, do you think that um, loving Green Day has impacted your life in a significant way?
1: Um, I would say yes, simply because uh, right when I started getting into Green Day, that's when the option to join band started, uh, came around. And the primary reason I joined band was actually because uh, our PE teacher at the time, I was like, while he was calling roll, I was just absently tapping on the desk and he was like, make, he, he called me out and he was like, you making all that noise, you should go join the band. And I'm, I was like, all right. And so I did that. And then as I started to, as I started to learn more about percussion, I was like, oh, crap. I could, I could play these songs. I could sound like Trey cool. (laughs) And that was like a big drive for me initially. And then uh, as I learned more about music and percussion, I was like, yeah, who cares about sounding like Trey cool? I can just sound like myself. But like that definitely did kickstart my initial, uh, my initial passion for music. Yeah. And now here I am 13 years later uh, about to finish up my music education degree to hopefully instill that same uh, passion and drive into
0: high schoolers. Yeah, I think it's really interesting how, I think the only time in my life that I have ever wanted to play music, is because like, I've heard something specific. I'm like, Oh, I wish I could play that. So I love to hear about like actual musicians. Cause you know, of course I never learned to play an instrument. Cause I'm me. Um, so I love to hear actual musicians say that like, it, it was this kind of thing that like, help to drive my interest and drive me to do this more seriously because it's Mm -hmm. like I feel like I feel like that would mean the most to these musicians like not necessarily like me I don't know tumblr blogging about them for like 800 (laughs) years I feel like that's pretty irrelevant to them but I, I think that like the most like tangible thing and like the most meaningful thing to them would be actually inspiring people to keep going or to start or something like that but um, what
1: else? Can who knows? I, who knows? I've never uh, gotten attention from Billy Joe.
0: <laughs> you know, I don't oh, think I would, I would want attention from Billy Joe. That would, that, you know how like their fans are fucking insane. Me and my Russian Green Day bot friend was, that was enough for me. <laughs> I didn't need any more.
1: Actually, uh, I take it back from earlier. I, I was in the top 0.5% of their listeners for last year.
0: That's actually impressive, not going to lie. I think the only time I've ever, the highest I've ever been was top 1% for something. I don't even remember what it was. It's probably the national, honestly. Um,
1: it, it's it's because, man, like anytime anytime you get into my car and music starts playing, you have like an 85% chance of it being Green Day.
0: And that's totally <laughs> valid. So the thing is about Green Day is it's really honestly, most of it, I would say, is pretty palatable to, to most people because it does have the... You know, this was on the radio thing going for it. Whereas, like, if I get into a car and I play whatever dumb shit I'm listening to, it's usually something that like no one's ever heard, and everybody wants to fucking kill me. So, I feel like you're you're on the better better side of things, like in Green Day and playing them all the time.
1: Mm-mm. Then then people ask me, "Hey, what's your favorite band?" And I gotta like look to the floor and <laughs> say under my breath that it's Green Day because like I don't know. I feel like Green Day is at the point now to where I wouldn't say that they've lost their sound because, I mean, they never had, like, a true a true sound to start with. Yeah. Because if you if you look at all of their albums, you have, like, a main one and then, like, hey, here's, like, something that we're experimenting with and then a main one and then another one of, like, yeah, we're just, like, trying out different stuff. So they never truly had a, uh, a an actual sound that, yeah. that you can say definitive, definitively, like, this is Green Day. Because, I mean, you can go to... Uh, what album was it? Was it Warning? I think.
0: Isn't that the one with all like the acousticy kind of songs? Yeah. Mhm.
1: Like, uh, hang on. Music and lyrics. Oh, I'm sorry. Can I get a track, please? Track listing. There we go. Like Macy's Day Parade.
0: Yeah, that's a good song though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, okay, this is this is Green Day going back to a uh, time of your life. But then, yeah. you, then you listen to like Misery and it's like, what? <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> and then you flash forward again to like uh, Father of All Motherfuckers that came out recently.
0: I always forget that's the name of that the album.
1: It sure is, huh?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Quite aptly named timing-wise.
1: <laughs> Everybody hates this album.
0: He didn't play anything. Um, he didn't play anything from it. They didn't at all on Hell Helena tour.
1: Nothing. They didn't?
0: No, it was it was like the whole tour is like promoted, was promoted with like stuff from that album cover and they were supposed to play it, but people hated it so much he was too embarrassed to play it it seemed like. That's what the universally the fans that I've seen have said he was just too self-conscious because of how much people hated it to play it and he didn't. They played nothing but hits
1: basically holy shit I, i'm looking at a set list now and you're right
0: yeah. well they well
1: i they played pollyanna but i mean that's not father of all that's that's just a, a random single that they released yeah like,
0: yeah
1: yeah you're right oh my god
0: and it was completely <laughs> like with the unicorns and all that shit it was completely the whole tour was completely promoted on the foundation of they playing songs from that album and they just totally didn't because everybody hated it
1: what and it's the it, it's the same exact thing with their Uno Dos Trey uh, album series, yeah. which is sad. I actually really enjoyed some of the songs from Uno Dos Trey. Yeah, I understand why they songs. don't what play it. What is that
0: song that is so bad? That What is it called?
1: Uh, oh, yeah. We don't talk about it.
0: <laughs> what is that called? It's so bad.
1: We, we don't talk about it. <laughs> I, know, I know exactly what you're talking about. We don't talk about it.
0: It's so bad
1: we don't talk about it
0: i remember like trying to listen to that and that came on shuffle first and i was like this oh. this is not it
1: oh i'm so, so if you go to the green day subreddit they they do shit post sunday yeah and uh that's 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 all the subreddit is on sundays it's just, <laughs> it's, it's just people people making fun of that song it's called nightlife by the way
0: that's it yeah i was like it's night something horrible featuring
1: lady cobra
0: Genuinely the worst thing they've ever done. Gotta respect it. But I see, I, I empathize with, with the way you feel about them because Fallout, will have kind of done the same thing to me where they just do weird shit and nobody <laughs> likes it, but oh. there's like randomly a hit and then they I, keep going and devolving.
1: The, the album that they released like two two or three years ago, I tried listening to and I listened to like Because I listened to it right as it came out. So I was like, okay, what's like the hit from this album?
0: There's not one. No.
1: Yeah. mm, Very. The the song I listened to very bad. I was like, this is.
0: It's probably Young and Menace. I will say I have warmed up to it since because it was meant to be. The the album is called Mania. And obviously uh, Pete has bipolar disorder. And it Mm -hmm. was supposed to be kind of an art project um they released young and menace as the first single and it was not meant to be a single it was just meant to be an album track that they let everybody see but of course it was released first everybody's like this is a single and everybody's like what the fuck is this because it was and it was intentionally meant to sound chaotic and weird and hard to listen to because it was supposed to represent a manic episode and the whole album is like that. It's hard to listen to because it's meant to represent something that's hard to experience. But people hated it. However, critics liked it because it got a and it got a Grammy nomination. But and it's great lyrically, but the sound is fucking horrible. I will I I don't know why they thought that making it sound that way would be a good idea considering they're trying to sell albums. But, you know, That's their business. It was really bad, though. So, they were touring on that album. Green Day were touring on their shit album. And then Weezer is just Weezer. So, it was a very interesting lineup and interesting set list because Fall Boy played nothing but hits. They didn't play anything for Mania. And then Green Day played nothing but hits.
1: I am so glad that I didn't go to that. I'm glad that the, the only concert experience that I have from Green Day was Revolution Radio, because I actually, even though a lot of the fans didn't like Revolution Radio, I actually really enjoyed it. Um, I think it had just some some really solid tracks, like Bouncing Off the Wall. I will just always uh, bop to that, bop and vibe to Bouncing Off the Walls. Um, I could not imagine paying $700 for a ticket to go see uh, Green Day perform the new album, and they don't perform the album yeah. <laughs> at all.
0: yeah. <laughs> which I think most people were caught, like, from what I saw, because I do follow a lot of Green Day accounts, just because a lot of them also like Fall Boy and stuff, and they were all kind of happy they didn't play it, because everybody hated it so much, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a, overall, father of all, definitely not a favorite of mine, um, probably ranks very low for me however meet me on the roof is just a it's just a vibe for me doug probably one of my top favorite green day songs is meet me on the roof
0: i like some of them i have to listen back because i did like a few of them they weren't like wow this is green day it was just like wow this is a pretty good song but
1: the only the only song that people can or the fans that i that i know of which is all from the green day subreddit Mm -hmm. um that, that really enjoyed was, like, Fire Ready Aim. But even then, people were like, this is, like, a knockoff Green Day song. And it's okay, like, I really can... like
0: Fire Ready Aim, yeah.
1: Yeah, how can you say that it's a not It's Green Day who wrote it? <laughs> <laughs> how is it a knockoff Green Day song?
0: Billy Joe has a ghostwriter now, this just in.
1: They've oh. also been doing a lot of, like, um, like, these short songs. Because yeah. their, their their formula was, verse one chorus verse two chorus uh guitar interlude type thing chorus end now they're cutting off the chorus the ending chorus completely
0: yeah
1: and uh so we've been we were getting a lot of like three minute songs now fire ready aim was like two minutes long yeah it it was
0: that's right it was really short it was kind of annoying to be short
1: it it just feels weird because i'm like Where's the rest of the song, man? I, I paid for the album. Where's the rest of the song?
0: <laughs> yeah, I I really don't know what they're doing. I really wonder what they're going to be doing next. Because I know they released, which, I, which is kind of stupid to me, I'm not going to lie, that they released them covering rock and roll all night. Uh,
1: I have not heard that, and I don't plan on listening to it. I'll be and I'm just you. like,
0: why... It's just, I don't understand like what direction they're going in. Cause like Billy Joe, I can't, is it under just his name or is it under Green Day where he released all those covers during quarantine and stuff?
1: Uh, what did he, what did he call it? Like fun time Mondays or some shit yeah. like that? No
0: fun Monday, something. Cause I don't no know. No fun is it...
1: Mondays. Let's see. No fun Mondays.
0: Is it under Green Day? Producer it...
1: Billy Joe Arms are on label Reprise Records, so still okay. under Warner.
0: Okay, but it is listed under Green Day album, so it's Billy Joe and Green Day. So they he's released a bunch of covers. No, they released another well, cover. I,
1: I think it's Billy Joe playing like all the parts. Okay, I don't think he got Trey or Mike to do any of it.
0: Okay, the the 25th anniversary edition of Insomniac is again so cool
1: the original yeah, I, is cool
0: but the, the i new really wanted the
1: cool. i really wanted the the vinyl
0: because yeah. it's,
1: it's i just insomniac is my favorite album uh it has uh, my
0: favorite album cover of all time but it's also my favorite green day album
1: it's just every to me almost every song on insomniac is just that's that is like Green Day Prime. People love to say Dookie was Green Day Prime because, oh, that was before they signed it with a label. And it's like, shut up, first yeah. of all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Me when people first say Take all. Us to Your Grave is the Fault Boys best album. Truly, all, KYS.
1: Sh- shut up. <laughs> but then you listen You listen to Stewart and the Av. Mm.
0: Mm. Very true.
1: You, you, you listen to. Uh, to a Westbound sign, Brat, and I'm like, yeah, I'm having a good time.
0: <laughs> yeah, I really like Insomniac. I and also it's just got literally the best album cover of all time. Like, no matter what. I love the album cover. I also love the um, which is kind of in the same vein, which is why I like it. The the Smashing Pumpkins melancholy album cover. I like anything that looks like that. It just looks so cool.
1: Uh I have never. Seen it. Let's see.
0: What is I'm now album? looking at it. Yeah, it's really cool. It has uh, that same kind of vibe, for, in my opinion. I love yeah. anything like that.
1: Yeah, I see it. Where it's just like a lot of like... um, You just took clippings from like... Yeah. Weird art and put it on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's pretty nice.
0: It's really cool. I love anything like that. Best album cover and best Green Day album, I think. So... You're not the only one. I don't I don't get I don't get the hype of Dookie as much as because Randall loves Dookie. And I'm like, why? I mean, I get it. Part, I don't of know it why.
1: part of it was like um Green Day going into Dookie was just like was just like rising star type shit. Initially, And I learned this from watching like bits and pieces of their the Quattro documentary. Um initially people like hated Green Day for putting for releasing Dookie um because they 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 signed into a label they signed onto a label to release Dookie and at the time you know that Green Day was was considered punk not pop punk and uh to, to sign with the label was like going against everything that the punk movement was was about at the time
0: Ah, uh, yeah, because that whole scene turned on them.
1: hmm So initially, people were like, "This album's fucking stupid." Because you signed, you guys signed with a label. You guys are sellouts. And then, uh, probably the that was the greatest thing that they did for themselves.
0: Oh, for sure. Yeah. Totally, sis. Because like all- the
1: two albums before Dookie kind of just sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I agree. <laughs> absolutely like unlistenable sometimes unlistenable
1: and it, part of it is because billy joe's voice at the time was just like all right guy we get it you listen to the beatles
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but this is kind of the same thing with the fallout where i, I find the parallels interesting because like that's genuinely they signed and did court tree and everybody's like sell out boy i'm like this is their best album. What do you mean? This that is, is thing they did. Everything else hilarious. Yeah.
1: That is hilarious. They were
0: literally spray painting because, like, I don't know if you know this about Fall Away, but Pete was in like hardcore metal bands before and was like a hardcore king in Chicago and um, was in like Arm Angelus and a bunch of other bands. He was in a band with uh, Arm Angelus specifically with uh, Tim McIlrath. Mac- I forget how you say his name, the singer from Rise Against. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in a band together and it was like a he was like famous in Chicago before he was actually famous and like everybody would fight over him trying to have him in the band because he was just so I don't know Pete Wentz and when they signed for Court Tree that whole scene turned against him really quickly because they're like you sold out and they would were like spray painting in downtown Chicago like sell out boy and shit like that like I guess
1: was... I guess that makes I forget which song it is but it like starts out with that guy who's like Fall Out Boys back ha, ha and you all hated him and then like some of the lyrics was like ah oh shit what the fuck was that song called?
0: Are you talking about Thriller? I think so. It's got Jay-Z in the beginning. Is that Jay-Z? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs>
1: yeah what you critics said would never happen we dedicated this album that people said couldn't make it yeah that's (laughs) jay-z
0: yeah my favorite is is at the end of it he goes he goes young fob and it makes me laugh every time it's so embarrassing i'm like why why did this happen
1: yeah last summer we took threes across the board but by fall we're a cover story now in stores yep yeah that's 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 what i was talking about for sure is that when people hated him?
0: Well, yeah, yeah, that was, high. yeah, because that was an album falling cork tree. Um, basically saying that everyone shit on us, but now we're successful. So, what about it?
1: uh that just, just like Eminem's kamikaze album, that just feels great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Cause it, which that song is really like a love song to their fans. If you read through it, like the people who mm-hmm. say about them, cause car crash hearts are what their fans called themselves at that time. Um, really? Yeah. Cause, uh, well, they got in a car. I forget the exact, I, I, what happened with that they got into like a car crash on their way somewhere before they released court tree if you look on the deluxe edition of court tree in the like in the theater thing um there's actually a picture from the car crash because it just like completely totaled their um touring van or whatever Mm -hmm. and so if if at some point their fans started calling them that Followway has a really interesting history, and I'm going to be doing an episode with a friend who like knows everything, and I'm super excited because they really do have the most like complex, weird, interesting history, which is why I've always been so into them.
1: See, I wish that. Uh both of that i knew more about green day to like give you an actual like discussion like that and also uh green day had like something interesting about them to actually talk about and also <laughs> less problematic i guess yeah, yeah. <laughs> because like because like really the only thing you can really talk about when it comes to like any sort of like in-depth green day stuff is like the band's dr- like just massive addiction to drugs yeah In like the early '90s, (laughs) and then and then Billy Joe specifically and his his uh fight with addiction, and then we all remember the the famous iHeartRadio 2015 moment, yeah. To where that is also I keep talking about the Green Day subreddit because that's pretty much the only place I hang out with other that I know other Green Day fans and like yeah they they have a thing where his one minute rant if you if you type if you type one minute in a comment a bot will respond with the entire rant posted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, yeah. and it's like damn dog which is also why they never perform uno dos tre anymore was because when that happened they were in the middle of like doing their their tour for the three albums
0: because it was his, like, like aunt died right or something like his aunt died and it like sent him on a spiral and then that's how the iheart incident happened something like mm-hmm. that i remember I have mm-hmm. like bits and pieces because I was into them for a little bit. I also have the, the pointless knowledge of them like basically squatting somewhere before like they were signed or anything and like they were like shitting in a glitter box and stuff. Like <laughs> y- y'all have quite the history, gotta give it to you.
1: And then, uh, uh Woodstock 1997, I think happened or was it 95, something the, like that? The
0: mud fight thing
1: with them with the giant mud fight,
0: yeah great love that that's fun though like at least they have a really Mm -hmm. fun history
1: and then then there then you also get like random bits and pieces of like um i i forget what show it was but there's there's this one famous clip of uh, green days in the middle of performing a song and like billy just stops in the middle of it and he points to some guy who was apparently like harassing a girl at the at the show and he's like you're not gonna fucking do that at my show you piece of shit and the guy says something back to him and billy joe just fucking jumps in the crowd and just punches the guy oh, in the I face love
0: video. he like f- like flying they just kicked yeah. him in the head
1: <laughs> and i'm like hell yeah dude that's the shit that i love and once again why is mike Durant's wife uh the way she is
0: <laughs> oh yeah why is mike Durant's wife his no offense but like Literally, like she's just she was just mm, some elephants. like blonde, yeah, blonde bombshell, doesn't really know what she's talking about. You can tell, and he just thought she was hot, like you can tell. And I'm like, that's so unfortunate that you've you're married to somebody and with, with multiple kids with somebody who is completely like lost their shit in this.
1: And that's that's a, and I think that like Mike is like. Also, like, on the same page when it comes to, like, Billy, as far as, like... Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. Like, he, their beliefs,
1: So I don't understand how you can, like, live with that.
0: Because she's anti-vaccine, but they made a bunch of the shows for Hella Mega uh, vaccine mandatory. And so he was there, so he was vaccinated. So he's vaccinated and she's not, and she's anti-vaccine. So I'm like, how is this working out between you two?
1: Yeah, like I'm scrolling through his Twitter page and it's like, it, it shows him like, yeah, I back the the cannabis uh, industry. And it's like, hell yeah, Mike.
0: Yeah. What is hers? It's Batman's mom on Instagram. And she like changed her. Um, she thinks that making people have, uh, get a vaccine is fascism and she has a cats against, against fascism thing as her profile picture it's very embarrassing
1: i love when people talk about fascism and have no idea what it actually is <laughs>
0: yeah it all
1: feels great to me
0: what the look at her story like the first thing on her story on instagram if you if you can look
1: i'm on the website how do i do that
0: You click on her profile picture because it should show it. It does not. Okay, well, I will screenshot it and send it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Which will solve this problem. It is so embarrassing. And like there's all, uh, there's one post on her page. If you scroll back where she's like laying down and it's like, she's got he's got text on the picture it's like her laying down she it's like one two three four five six seven rows down on the very right on her instagram and it's like i feel like getting vaccinated is like losing your virginity the pressure is real everyone's doing it and if you look at the comments it is so fucking one infuriating and two embarrassing Thank you so much for listening to Believers Never Die. Um, if you tune in to next episode, we will continue this conversation and dive into a lot more um, political stuff as well as continue to talk about Green Day and things like that. But yeah, um, you can find Shrey on Instagram and Twitter at Amusing Co. And you can find me, as always, on Instagram and Twitter at Where's her head. Um, thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next episode.